Welcome to another episode of the Aligned Businesswoman podcast. Vanessa here. I have a very special guest today, Amy Granat of Amy G Vitality and Well Nourished Woman Work. She and I collaborate for the CEO Lab that is an in-person workshop in Houston, Texas. I'm so excited to bring her here because we make such a great collab partnership and really help the women in our space, in our programs, be able to listen to their bodies when it comes to running their business so they avoid burnout. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Aligned Business Woman podcast, where your inner goddess activates your strategic CEO. This is the podcast for coaches, consultants, and service providers looking for a simple way to grow their business. Each week, I share simple, actionable steps you can use to build a profitable business that is aligned to your energy without having to cold DM strangers or follow outdated selling strategies. I'm here to help you tap into your natural talents and step into your power to show up confidently on social media and grow your business. So welcome, Amy. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited to have you here and talk with you about bringing wellness into really your awareness and part of your, what you call it, like your board of directors or advisory board, right? Yes. Yes, exactly. It's such an important topic. And, you know, as business owners, we all know that when things start getting crazy in your business or it's really, really busy or you've got stuff going on, the first thing that you toss out the window is your movement practice. It's how you're feeding yourself. It's your sleep. So we start throwing those things out the window thinking that they're like non essence of your business when actually they're the foundations of your business. Because when you have really solid self-care, and we're going to actually go a little bit beyond what we think of self-care today, when you have really solid self-care practice in place, it is actually going to support when your business goes crazy or when you're having problems or when it's blowing up and scaling really, really fast. Your body's actually there to support you. She really does want your business to be amazing and feel really good. She absolutely has to be on the advisory board. And not only just for the foundational piece, but she is full of wisdom. She is a guidance system. She is not just this thing that you're lugging around through your life so that you can go and do the things that you want to do. She has all of this wisdom and all this guidance and Every symptom and every sensation is a communication. And in particular, in your business, when you're looking at scaling or you're looking at a collaboration or you're looking at making changes, she can tell you yes or no faster than your mind can. For sure. And so speaking of it being in your body, the wisdom, there's a couple of things I want to address or ask you. So it is known or their studies show that we can hold on to things from past generations. So trauma that we can hold on to. And at the same time, we can mute our intuition. We, we can like kind of like start, ignore it so often that we stop hearing it. So how do we yes. discern what is, you know, true trauma that is beneficial for us to navigate from past generations and what it is something that is just kind of like, limiting us. I I feel that sometimes we're like, oh, that's trauma and we want to avoid it, but there's wisdom in there too, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's the thing, like with trauma, it's like, you don't want to avoid it. You want to work through whatever's coming up. Like you don't need to go and dig for things. That's a really big problem people. Cause then you're like in this loop of constant healing, like, oh, I have to go find the next thing wrong with me. And that's where you get into distraction. So now you're just in distraction mode. You're thinking I 
care unless I'm healing something. And that's definitely where you would get into the limitation. That's the limiting part. Like, oh, I have to heal the next thing or I can't, you know, do X, Y, Z. And that's not the truth. But when those things come to the present, like when something comes to the forefront and you're feeling all this emotion and all this stuff in your body, you want to go through. Like the way out is through. You're going to have to stay with those emotions. You're going to have to feel all the way you can do on your own, or you need to be working with a practitioner to work through that. When it comes to something being a limitation, it's you'll see the loop happening. So just like that, it's like a mind loop or the mental loop, or you think like the healing loop, like you think you have to heal the next thing. So you want to look for the places where you get into loops or the yeah, but, or I can't because. So when you start mm-hmm. saying those things, those are the limitations. And you're going to have to take a look at them and say, why am I saying yeah, but? Why am I saying I can't because? Why am I, it's like, there's always going to be some kind of excuse that goes along with why you can't do something or why you feel like you're not moving through something. And so those are the ones you have to kind of get really super honest with yourself and say, why am I continuing this loop? Or why does this thing keep showing up in my life or my business? And then asking a lot of questions questions about it. Okay, where is this coming from? Why do I feel this way? Like going into the belief system of it. And as you ask questions, you're going to know if it's limitation or if it's trauma based, you're going to know, but you have to stop and ask the questions in order to determine that. Mm-hmm. At what point does it get to where you like just stop asking questions? And the reason why I asked this is with my own coach, she's like, who cares why? Like, you know, cause I kept trying to like dig deeper, like you're saying, and I know that you kind of answered it, but I want, I feel like there's a, a different, you know, perspective on this as well. So I would ask, like, yeah. why is this? Why did I start feeling this? And I, and journaling helps me to release because I'm a visual person. I like to see mm-hmm. it and I like to release it. I'm like, ah, okay. Makes sense. Yeah. But she got to the point where she's like, listen, if you're feeling that negative emotion, just release it. If you're feeling sadness, release it. Don't go and be like, well, why? You know, cause she's like, and then to me, and my argument was, and that was probably my self-limiting thing was like, well, because then I want to know that next time around what my trigger is. It's just like, just release it. And, you know, it's funny just releasing it. I'm like, oh, you know, what? it doesn't matter. I'm going to release it. I'm going to release it. It makes me feel better instantly versus like, again, like what you're saying, digging so deep into it. And then you're like, you know, so how do you, yeah. Is there a point where you just release it like right then and there? Or what is your perspective? on? That? Absolutely. And so part of the question part is what do I need to do to release it? Like, is this something in the body? I actually need to sit for a moment with the body and feel it because mm-hmm. we can mentally release something, but it's still in your body. And so it keeps coming back because you didn't release it from the body piece. You released it here and you do feel better. And, but if it keeps coming back, that means it's actually somewhere in this. And so at that point you want to say, okay, body, you can just ask your body, body, what do you desire to release? Because she may want you to dance it out. She may want you to stretch. She may want you to get outside and go for a walk. There's something that she physically wants to do. And like you said, you don't have to know all the details of all the things. That's just, that's the distraction piece in the limitation. Like exactly like you said, you pointed out in yourself, like it's probably my limitation because you have, you feel like you logically have to know all the pieces of the why and you don't. You just have to know is this something I can release immediately? Is this something in my body that I need to release? Is there something, you know, deeper? Is there trauma related to this that I actually do need to go work on with somebody? And so it's asking those awareness questions and then taking the immediate action after. That's the real key is that it, Otherwise, you're just getting in that loop and you ask question after question after question and you're writing everything down and you're writing everything down for days instead of those awareness questions. Okay, I'm feeling this thing right now, this negative, um, you know, we'll call it a negative emotion. This negative emotion is here. Um, I'm having a bunch of self-doubt. 
Well, you can have self-doubt and take an action that's not aligned with the doubt. So it's like, yeah, I'm feeling self-doubt right now, but I'm going to, I'm going to go dance because I know I can move that out of my, or I'm having this self-doubt right now. And that is not the truth. And I'm making a decision to say, that's not the truth. And I'm going to go do something that aligns to me being in my confidence and in my power. And so it's asking the question of what it is. And if you need to do something, if you can move, if you need help somewhere, and then taking action on it. Because the loop happens when you go into the question, like deep, 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 and have to know all the little things. And it does become a distraction because you don't need to stay in it. Most things that come up, unless again, they are like deeply trauma-based, can be released within a few minutes. It doesn't take that much time. But it's a, it's a very much a, like that radical responsibility of taking care of yourself to say, I'm not going to stay in these patterns anymore. I'm not going to stay in these loops. And I'm going to do something immediately to move myself in another direction. And if it's something I need to dig in deeper, that time will come for me to do that. But in this moment, it's time to move out. Mm, I love that. It's like a pattern interrupt. If you're just tuning in, I'm talking with Amy Granada about bringing your body on board with your business. And so speaking of that, tell me some examples of how we can see the the way the effects of our body whether we're not if we're in discomfort or disease how it's going to show up in our business absolutely so that's a really great question it's going to show up in your business oftentimes with fatigue and brain fog those are like two of the main ones that you're going to see where it's like you're going in to you know do some marketing or you're working on sales or you're working on your financials and stuff and every time you do it like the fatigue happens and so it's like you get tired and then you're like oh, I probably need to take a nap when really it's your body telling you that something about what you're doing either doesn't feel aligned, it doesn't feel safe. And it's your body saying, it's asking you to put some attention on why you're feeling. So it's like, why don't I want to work on my marketing right now? Like, am, is there something that I'm going to do marketing and I'm all up in the logical mind and I'm thinking like, oh, I have to do this thing and it's going to be so brilliant, but it actually is not aligned with your business. And your body's like, well, I'm just going to get really tired right now because I don't want you to do that because it's not actually aligned. And so you'll see her do things like that, or you'll have the brain fog where it's like, you can't clearly, that could be your body saying, Hey, you're not feeding me throughout the day. Like you're putting your business ahead of you taking care of yourself. I had a great question in a talk I was doing last month about, you know, when you have a busy day and normally you're hungry at like, let's say 11 a.m., but you don't eat until one because of your schedule. And so my response to that was like, number one, you've decided your schedule is more important than taking care of your body. So that's the number one thing that you have to just admit to yourself. Like I am actually doing this pattern. I am creating a schedule that doesn't honor the body's natural need. And when it naturally is asking to be fed. So I'm like, Typically, you can't change that in 24 hours. You can't often change your schedule, especially if you've got things that are kind of laid out for multiple weeks. But over the course of a month, you can start making the adjustment. So especially if you have your own business, there's no reason for you to be scheduling things when your body is asking you for something else. It really isn't. You're, the people who are coming to work with you are drawn to you for a reason, and they will work within the schedule that you provide for them. And you have to put that boundary up. So if that's the case and you get hungry at one and not 11 or vice versa. And so you're like forcing yourself to wait until one o'clock and then you're tired in the afternoon and you've got things to do, but now your brain's not working. You feel like you need to go take a nap. And that's not actually the truth. The truth is you're overriding the signals of the body. And when it's asking to be fed, which is going to support you doing what you need to do through the afternoon, but you overrode it. And so now you think there's something wrong with you that you don't have the energy and it's not the truth. It's just that you didn't listen to the signal and you're not setting your business up in a way that is 
honoring of the body, you're setting your business up in a way that the business and the schedule and all the components are more important than taking care of yourself. I recently was speaking with someone in the DMs and she was saying, man, every time I build momentum, and I hear this all the time, I get sick. Something happens where I get sick. And so, you know, she's like, I know it's like an upper limit issue, you know, something I have to resolve. And, you know, when is it a point where it's, you know, something a lot deeper and not, you know, immediate, like, oh my gosh, like I, you know, stayed up late. So I really need to sleep. So, you know what I mean? So when would you say like, okay, this is a time to a big slowdown versus like a temporary slowdown? Yes. So for her, obviously not knowing her entire story and everything's going on. So we'll make this really a general thing, but for her, that's a pattern. So we Mm -hmm. see a pattern of every time she gains momentum. So did she say she's just like, she loses the momentum or she crashes? You know, what did she say is happening or did she say? She says that she gets sick and then she just can't do anything because she's so sick. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yes. So part of what's happening, so there's probably multiple things going on, which there always is in a a pattern like that. But part of what's going on is so she's getting to that point, she's gaining the momentum and something in her body in her physical body does not feel safe about where she's going. So there's probably some mindset things too, like the fear of success. And so it's Mm -hmm. like you get to that point, she gets starts the momentum's happening, it's uncomfortable. And she maybe hasn't built that a little bit more resilience to be able to stay in that tension long enough to get over that first hump of the momentum. And so as she builds up and builds up, it almost becomes like a frazzled, chaotic energy in the body. So the nervous system goes into that fight or flight, and then she goes into freeze mode, which is her getting sick. So it's like her body puts her down because she something in her foundation somewhere is not supportive of her being able to go through the momentum to the next level without having to go down first. So it also could be something where during that building phase, she needs to take better care of herself. So that could be another aspect to look at. Like you're building momentum. Are you just like, you know, bulldozing through and you're not taking care of yourself in the process. So once you hit that point where it's going to get even busier, that's the fear point that comes back in again. It's like, oh my gosh, I can't keep this up. I've been like balls to the wall basically for a month and I can't, I'm not going to be able to sustain it. And so then she gets sick because the what she's doing is actually not sustainable. It's like all the energy in and there's no energy for her to take care of herself. And then the crash happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, my human design, the way it is, like I rarely get sick, like rarely, rarely get sick. And one of my shadows is exhaustion in my vocation sphere. And so I know like that I need to be careful. Like I am totally out of alignment when I'm hitting that point of exhaustion. So I, I start to be able to like, you know, look at the patterns that I've had before and see if I'm headed towards that. And that right there has been a very big help in addition to the NLP of like what you're saying, clearing those mindset blocks of like what's keeping you from, you know, doing all the things that are more in alignment. And so speaking of patterns, you'd mentioned that when you said something like, you know, you're choosing, you're, you're showing your body or maybe your mind, I don't, I'm not sure exactly the way you said it, that your schedule is more important than your body, right? And so I've noticed that like, we can train our brains to, again, like going back to the intuition part, if you ignore your intuition enough, you know, it stops, it stops like really trying to speak to you, and it gets a lot quieter. Mm -hmm. And so we can have these patterns where we are, you know, showing our bodies, we're showing our minds that this other thing's a, a priority. And so how does that manifest if we're not consciously aware of it? Like, how does that manifest? Like, what are the first signals of that? Um, 
so that we can start looking for that. And is it just exhaustion, like everything that we've been talking about? Yeah, yeah. it's everything we've been talking about. So you want to, that's why it's so important to be checking in with your body, like every mm -hmm. single day checking in with your body. And sometimes if people have not done any of this kind of thing before, I'll have them just like, if you need to go to the bathroom, get up and go to the bathroom. Like step one, like the super basics, like you need to pee and you've been sitting at your computer for four hours telling yourself, if you just get this next thing done, then you can go. You want to just go and come back so you're not uncomfortable and finish your work. Because even if you think about that right there, and I'll get to the um, the other signals here in a second, because this is important. Even that right there, like having to go to the bathroom and overriding it, you still have this mental energy going to the fact that you have to go to the bathroom and you're not as focused as you think you are. You're making yourself be focused. And that takes a whole bunch of energy to make yourself focus in when there's these other signals happening in the body. So you're actually depleting yourself energetically and physical energy by not just getting up and going to the bathroom and then coming and working on the thing you want to work on. So the signals that are going to show up are having more fatigue. They're having brain fog. Maybe you're having digestive issues because you're in this like worry thing all the time. Um, then you're having crashes or like you're going through the week. And then on the weekend, you're just like, you're non-functional. Like you have to just lay down every weekend and noticing the patterns of you not being able to be present in your life and making an intentional choice to take a day off, making an intentional choice to take a nap, making an intentional choice to have a glass of wine, not because you need it to deal with the energy that you've lost throughout the day or, or throughout the week. So as you start seeing those patterns coming up, or if you've had some chronic illness issues, autoimmune, something like that, if you start getting flares more often, that means you are not in alignment. Your body's telling Telling you whatever you're doing is not sustainable and you need to shift gears. So a process I go through when I start working with someone is we take pretty much the first 30 days and we are building a ton of awareness. Like we're monitoring and tracking what's going on from a day-to-day -day basis in the body, especially as women, we are cyclical creatures where we operate on a 30-day cycle. So we literally are different. So we want to, we want to actually explore the basis how we are actually building of what our natural looks like and when we feel out of alignment. And as they do this and they go into the first month or into the second month, they start to see those triggers that are specific to them, like the fatigue, like the brain fog, like the digestive, um, the lack of focus and concentration, like feeling like you need a distraction, the procrastination. Those things start showing up pretty regularly. And because we're paying attention and we're tracking them, we can actually start to see the patterns of when they're happening in relation to what's going on in their world. And when we can get that really nice big picture, again, we don't need to go into multiple details. We're getting the snapshot. We're getting the picture of what's going on. Then we can choose the things that actually to be addressed and need to be worked on. And then we can go and clear those rather than, you know, when people start working on their wellness, usually it's like, I'm going to do these 50 things and I'm going to do them in, you know, the next 30 days. And that's why most people quit because they're not understanding not to get to themselves and see what are the really targeted places that I need to put my attention awareness and focus on and they're just jumping into all the things and then they of course you know quit and feel like failures and all the you know all the things that go along with that so it really is just noticing what it is for you like you've noticed like exhaustion and it's even in your you know it's even in your chart so it's in your gene keys so it's like if you get to that point or you feel that coming on you have to kind of backtrack a little bit and say what patterns have i been in what have i been doing and make the adjustments so that you don't go into exhaustion and also 
so that doesn't come back up. Mm-hmm. And I love how that is in my the vocation sphere because what it speaks to is that that's my inner calling, which is so in alignment with the Balanced Work Week, with having the Goddess Day and then having yes. the CEO Day and a Doer Day. So I'm like, oh my gosh! And honestly, like since I shifted to that i've always enjoyed my business but now it's like oh my gosh people are more gravitated towards me and they're like ah this makes sense now you know and so you had mentioned energetics i want to talk about the energetics and something that you and i had talked about via dm a while back i think it was or one of the distorted feminine energetics is that being obsessed with appearance and staying youthful and you had mentioned before that sometimes when we have tension in our bodies like we kind of like hold this tension in our faces and all that and so that really is contradicting to being youthful because then it causes more you know just I guess really uh, wrinkles and all that stuff and it wears on our body a lot quicker right so can you tell me a little bit more about like that part of like the energetics of like what is it you know how is it coming out across energetically as well and then how that has a physical you know reaction or effect Absolutely. Yes. I love that. So yes, when we're trying to be at a different phase of life than we're in, we're in a lot of resistance and being in a lot of resistance creates a lot of tension in the body. And for women, tension is like, you can think of it drying you out to be in tension because there isn't flow. You know, as women, we want to be in flow. And even in the physical body, flow equals health, like the flow of your lymphatics, the flow of your circulation, the flow of your digestion, the flow of communication, you know, with your hormones, that is health. When you have stoppages and blockages in the system, in the physical body, then you got back up and now you've got in inflammation and dis-ease and all the things are happening. So it's the same thing with the energetic. So if you're trying to be in a phase of life, if you're in like your 40s and 50s and you think, and again, so there's a bunch of, you know, there's a bunch of patterns of belief systems, there's conditioning and all of the stuff that says youth is prized over um, age. And it's not the truth, but it's a cultural phenomenon. So it's something that we're wired with that we have to unwire those beliefs. And especially for women, if we believe that where we are is not good enough, then what do we believe about ourselves? That we're not good enough. And so then we're in this like trying and forcing to be in a place we're not. And if you think about what force does, like if you're always this and exactly like you said, you're like crunched up and you're squished up in your face because you're trying to be this thing that you're actually not instead of learning to embrace the season of life that you're in. Because the season of life that you're in is going to be a lot more potent, more magnetic, more radiant than trying to go backwards to something that you think that you need to be. And again, like you said, like the squishing, the wrinkles, the drying, the tension. That's why a lot of times I see women in their 40s and 50s have so much trouble with constipation because they're in just like this little ball of worry about the fact that they're getting older because we think that getting older is a problem. We think that getting older means that you're no longer going to be valuable and what we really want to do as women is say our age and us moving into those different phases of our life has incredible wisdom and we need to start owning and honoring that incredible wisdom and actually softening into the place where we are everything in your body is going to run better and softness not a weakness it's incredible strength and place to be because when you can soften into the way that you're looking in something now we create flow if you create all this resistance there's no flow So energetically, like you said about the magnetism, you know, people are not going to be magnetized to you because they're going to feel the, even though you feel like you're showing up authentically, they're going to feel the inauthenticity 
energy and of your presence because you're trying to be something that you're not. So embracing who you are and working on those belief systems to get them the heck out of your brain and out of your body is going to propel you not only in your personal life, but in your business as well, because you're going to be honoring the place where you are. And it will change not only the physiology, but it will change the energy around you. Mm -hmm. And I realized that when you can get that sense of relief, other people around you feel relieved that they can be themselves too. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And they can feel that, you know, when you're around someone who has just this, especially a woman, like, so let's just stay with that. Like when you're around a woman who really owns who she is, who she's very settled into her body, she feels good in her skin and who she is, you feel the difference. It's like, oh, like you can breathe around her and it does it like it releases. So it's kind of like that sharing of the nervous system, that regulated nervous system. When you're around someone or you listen to someone speak who has a regulated system, we feel that oh, because they're not so high in those, you know, sympathetic drives. And so you can actually feel the release. It gives you the release. And then by giving the release in the body, it allows you to tap back into your intuition to act here and be able to step in and embrace who you are in the moment. Because now it's like, it is kind of like you have permission. And sometimes we need to be around people like that to kind of get that permission you know, until we are, in, until we're in a place where we're able to give it to ourselves. And then energetically, I don't think that we realize this, but the subconscious mind takes everything personally. And so when we show up in a way where we're judging ourselves, you know, we're putting that pressure on ourselves and, you know, we're doing that, you know, kind of, I, I think of it like a contraction, like, like almost as yes. you're contracting this way, you're taking energy from other people, but also if you're judging yourself, the people around you are only going to help help a think that you you can easily judge them, right? And I love that when you say when yeah. a woman just kind of owns it and she's like has this almost expansion, it provides relief for her. But then people are not worried whether that she's going to judge them because she's not worried about judging herself. So why would she worry about judging someone else? I love that. I didn't, yeah. I didn't even realize that connection until you had said you know, the the way a woman shows up. Before we wrap up, I wanted to mention something and you know you could respond to it however you want to respond. I remember when I used to, especially in financial services, being being, you know, around money and pe around people that are worried about their money and very like, you know, just holding a tight grip on their money, afraid of the market and all that. Right. I yeah. used to have such a a physical reaction to my worry for money where my stomach would be like this, you know, like, Oh, like it was just awful. Like, and I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. My, my chest would like pound and I did this work and now it's like money doesn't phase me. It doesn't like make me feel that way. There are times where I might worry a little bit and I'm like, wait a minute. I don't, I haven't felt that in a long time. It's like, let's cut that out. And so yeah. I think it's amazing that like the, a lot of the things that you're saying is like, we don't realize like all these little things that, you know, if we don't pinpoint them, we can have that physical reaction beyond just exhaustion, beyond just, you know, some of these other things. It's like, then we get accustomed to them, right? Yes. They become a habit. Yes, it's exactly. Like a it's like you kind of build up a tolerance. Yeah. 
It is. It's a way of living and you kind of build up this tolerance. And so it's like, you feel like, like I, I have this conversation with women about their stress levels all the time. They're like, Oh, I'm not stressed. I'm not stressed. I really don't have any stress in my life. And I'm always laughing because I can, I can physically feel it from them. So I know <laughs> I can feel the tension. I can feel them like balled up like this, even if they look like they're real, I can feel it. And so I have this conversation with them and we start to find all the places that they're actually holding a lot of stress, but they've been doing it for so long. They've built up this like tolerance and not a good tolerance to where it's like this is all running under the surface and it's like their neck is like right here it's like everything's fine everything looks good <laughs> and so because they can't because they've been doing it for so long they don't even realize the pattern that they're in exactly like you said and so it's like, you have to start looking at the patterns and looking at what's going on and looking at the thought patterns that you're thinking and because again like the brain lies it can lie to us it it can tell us stories and we believe everything that if we're believing everything that we think, we're usually going to be locked in a bunch of stories. So we have to pinpoint the things that are going, we have to listen to the body and ask just some different questions. And again, you know, you don't have to go really far down the rabbit hole to get your ahas and say, okay, this is what I need to shift. Or okay, like you said, like, I've done so much work around money, like that thing shows up I'm like, oh, no, uh, -uh. and you just like immediately like that's out the door. Like, I'm not even playing with you. Like, I'm yeah. not going to play with you and acknowledge you it because part of what what happens is we start playing with this stuff. Like these thoughts come up, these old beliefs that come up or something that you haven't fully released comes up and then we start playing with it like oh it's like a little friend let's play let's have some fun and have a conversation when you just really need to tell them to go away like no we already resolved this i put a boundary in place and go away so <laughs> we, we end up going into play mode instead of no we're, we're actually just done yeah it's amazing like yeah. when you put your focus on where you want what you can bring in like i used to like worry about you know just money coming in and now like i'm like nope like what like, i i shut that down and i wake up in the morning like oh payment notification oh pay you know what i mean and it's like ah it's because i shifted my 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 focus and then the same thing for other areas of my life like just shifting the focus of like what i want and then you activate your brain to look for more of those instances and then it becomes your reality but sometimes we're just so afraid to make that shift i love yeah. this conversation that we're having before we move on to you telling us where to find you you know how to connect with you and all that tell me i always ask people this what are you reading right now Ooh, so I am listening to a couple of books right now. One is The Myth of Normal by Dr. Gabor Mate. It's like um, the myth of being um, healthy in a kind of sick and toxic society. It's a phenomenal book. His original book um, that I read was When the Body Says No. Um, and it's also absolutely, it's eye-opening. It's phenomenal. So I'm, I'm listening to The Myth of Normal. And then I'm listening to Pussy, a reclamation. And oh, I is, think I have that one. Yes. Oh my God. So I've had it for a few months, like on Audible, and I keep kind of looking at it because, like, even saying the word still has like a hitch for me, or like thinking the word has a hitch. So I, I was finished. I was finishing up another book, and I looked at that, and I'm like, I need to listen to this book because I have a hitch around. Me. So I started listening to the book, and it's phenomenal. Like, it, it's yeah, it's phenomenal. Yeah, I'll be sure to look awesome. Okay, tell us how to get yes. in touch with you. We want to come hang out with you. And you know, do you have a, a way for someone to get a taste of your world? Like do you have a freebie or what? 
Yeah. So um, follow me on Facebook. That is a great way to follow me um, at my personal page. You can also follow me on my business page, Amy G Vitality. But my personal page, I'm going to do my lives there. I do lives, you know, pretty much on a weekly basis. At this point, I'm coming in and talking about something and it's educational. So there's a lot of free. I love to put out a lot of free people because it's a way, number one, for you to get to know me and my philosophy, because around wellness, it is really different and how I believe about the body and how the body works and how the body heals itself. So Facebook is great. Instagram, Amy G Vitality is also good. You can find me at the Well Nourished Women on YouTube and then um, Amy G Vitality on TikTok as well. Um, my website is amygvitality.com. You can find out a little bit more about me there as well and how you can work with awesome i'll make sure to include those links so thank you so much for this conversation and thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of the aligned businesswoman i'll catch you next week thank you for joining me on this episode of the aligned businesswoman podcast i'm your host vanessa ann miller and i'm so excited to share some good news with you Head over to the show notes so you can grab your free gift and make sure to leave a review and join me inside the Aligned Businesswoman Facebook group. Until next week. Bye-bye, my love.